Greetings. Welcome to the Empowered Womb Healing Podcast. I am your host, women's wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine, and doula, Odessa Thornhill. I've been working as a healer for almost 20 years. I offer natural holistic support to those who suffer from irregular and abnormal cycles, hormone imbalance, and chronic womb health conditions. I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness as a way of life, not just a passing dream. All right, all right, all right. I hope you all are well. We are here. It is a beautiful day. It was actually very cloudy. There was an overcast up until about five minutes ago. I'm grateful for the sun. I hope that you are too. Today's talk, I wanted to come with you, come to you to talk about knowing that your body is working hard for you every day. Every single day, your body is working hard for you. We don't necessarily think about it because it's uh, there's usually a lot of involuntary actions that are happening and uh, today I really wanted to dive deep into that. So on this journey to infertility, if you don't know who I am, my name is Odessa. I am a womb wellness coach and I help women over the age of 30 who are IVF candidates Um, and those who are not IVF candidates but do have chronic reproductive health conditions to prepare their bodies for pregnancy over the next 12 to 18 months using my three-phase womb protocol. So oftentimes on this journey, um, we do normally start off and go to the doctors. We go to our primary health care practitioners, our fertility specialists, our endocrinologists, our, you know, our GPs. And we have these conversations with them about what our fertility journey can look like, about what we can do, what the processes are, what the condition of your body is in, and the options that you have. And, you know, you might be doing IUI, you might intrauterine insemination, you might be doing IVF, in vitro fertilization, you might be guided to look for an egg donor if you are not producing the right amount of follicles, you might, uh, you know, be guided down the road of surrogacy, right? You might be guided down the road of adoption if your caregivers don't think that you are capable of uh, conceiving on your own or without the support and the help of um, medicine or medical intervention. What also happens is when we get into this cycle of preparing our bodies to conceive or going through the process of fertility, we start relying on all of these different things that we've grown up with. Uh, things that we've heard about, um, things that other people have mentioned. So example, many people will start to rely on their faith. Many, many people will start to rely on their religion, 
right? So you begin, you know, all the prayers, you know, dear God, dear Allah, dear Yahweh, dear Jehovah, whomever it is, you know, like bless me, bless my womb, bless me with a child, you know, bless me with the family that I'm looking for, that I've wanted, that I've yearned for. Like we go into a supplication, right? As most people will do, you know. Um, another dear friend of mine, a fertility coach, you know, has a, um, a, a, a um, her business is uh, Faith and Fertility, right? Where um, in her story, she, Sophia Campbell, she relied heavily on prayer and supplication, um, you know, to carry her through. And so where there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but I'm just kind of giving a context for this, right? So what does happen is we will begin to rely on, you know, the faith that we have. So going into your place of worship and asking for, you know, the good thoughts of other people, the prayers of other people, asking for, you know, their, their, their thoughts, their prayers, you know, calling the prayer warriors. Um, another thing that people will start to do, women will start to do is a lot of visualization, right? We go into um, meditation and visualization. And so you begin to just, you know, visualize your baby, visualize yourself holding your child, visualize, you know, you and your partner walking with your baby, um, you know, or thinking of yourself as being pregnant. Some of the other things um, that a lot of people will do, women, couples, folks will do on this journey is um, they might start to, you know, take more herbs, uh, you know, the most famous herb right now on the market is red raspberry, right? So who isn't taking red raspberry or, um, you know, red raspberry and lavender, right? Because this is what you've seen or this is what someone has told you to do or doing a yoni steam, you know, and for those of you who don't know what a yoni steam is, this is a perihydrotherapy. This is a water therapy for the pelvic bowl, for the pelvic floor, for the vagina itself. So this is using the heat from a, uh, a bowl that is filled with herbs and warm water. And that warm water is used to um, uh, kind of bathe or coat, you, you kind of stoop over it. If you have only a bowl, if you have a yoni throne or yoni stool, you'll sit on it and the heat will rise up into the pelvic floor and it will help to nourish and clean um, the pelvic bowl. And this is a very effective form of steaming. And it's interesting, I just wanna pause for a minute because there are women who will say there are medical professionals who will say it doesn't work, it's a hoax and all that. But I mean, my question is when you go to a spa, you feel good, right? When you go into the jacuzzi, when you go into the steam room, you feel good, feels good on your pores, they open up. So imagine, you know, all the the, the non-natural products that you're using, one sanitary napkin is the equivalent to four plastic bags, right? Plastic bags on your skin when you're wearing non-breathable fabrics, you feel it. So imagine what's happening in the genitalia, in the genitalia right? In your reproductive system, in the vagina. So um, for those who discard or disregard uh, or try to, um, you know, take away the validity of vaginal steaming. I'd love to have a conversation with you about that. But anyways, I digress. I want to get back on to what I was saying. I just wanted to give that example there. But this is what a lot of clients or 
prospects people are trying, right? Like you believe that this is what you have to do to get the results that you want. So you're going to your doctors, you're trying to have the conversations with different healthcare practitioners. Uh, you begin to rely heavily on your faith because you're told that all you need is the faith of a mustard seed to be able to move mountains. Um, you know, you begin the process of visualization and you're visualizing having your baby and you might start, you know, drinking herbs and taking teas and, you know, doing the yoni steams and changing your diets. But I just want to talk a little bit about why this may not be working for you, right? I'm not saying that these are um, not effective forms of healing, but they may not be working for you. Um, because first of all, you may only be doing a part of the puzzle, right? You may only be applying a piece of the methodology and you don't know that you're not doing the whole thing. Or you see what the whole process is that you have to do and you've made the decision to do a variation of it, right? Like, okay, I heard that I can just pray about it. And so this is what I'm going to do. But your prayer becomes a petition and your prayer becomes a supplication and your prayer becomes like a call of, you know, sufferation. And we have to be careful. And I'm talking specifically about this because what you pray for is what you get. And the energy that you put out is the energy that you're receiving. So if you're calling in, you know, strength, right? Oh, give me strength, give me strength. It's going to come in the form of hardships, right? We have to be very, very careful what we're calling in because our words have power. Our energy calls in exactly what it is that we want. And sometimes we don't even know what it is that we're calling in because we're working with preconditioned states and patterns and habits of being, so here you're asking for patience and you have a whole bunch of issues that come up and you're just like, I have to wait longer or I have to rely on people or I have to wait for this phone to pass or I have to wait for this block to lift, right? Um, and so if you, if you don't understand how the energy works, right? Because we are energetic beings. If you don't understand how the energy works, then you're you know, calling in these supplications and, you know, you're, you're kind of whining and complaining and I'm not taking away anybody's ability to pray and communicate with the divine, but there is a way to communicate with the divine from a place where you feel empowered and what you're putting out is what you're able to receive. So we have to be really aware of that. Like, what is the energy that you're putting behind the prayer, especially if you don't believe it? If you don't believe that the words that you're putting out there are going to come back to you in the form that you're asking for it to come back in, then you can't be surprised if, you know, you keep on coming up against negative responses from the clinic, negative pregnancy tests, or, you know, your um, egg transfer didn't work, or, you know, your follicles didn't develop, or your partner's sperm hasn't increased. So, we're doing all these small things. It's like you're going into visualization, right? And so you want to you want to see, you know, yourself holding your baby. You want to see yourself, you know, walking through the field or living in the home or playing in the park with your family, but you don't believe that it's going to happen, right? Or you haven't even built up the muscles 
you haven't built up the muscles to be able to understand how to visualize what goes behind that, the energy that you need to put inside of that. Because it isn't just about visualization, but there's a whole bunch of work that comes behind it as well that, that has to support it right? Like if you are going to university or you make the decision that you want to become a nurse or you want to become an engineer, you know, like, yes, you're going to visualize this. You want to see yourself crossing that stage with your diploma, but you also know that there's a lot of work that you have to put in, right? You have to apply. You have to know that you have the money. You have to know that you have the time to commit. You have to make it to the class. You have to study. You have to do the homework. You have to pass the test. There's a lot of stuff that you have to do to be able to fulfill the visualization that you have of yourself in the future, right? So if you are not believing what it is that you're doing, these are roadblocks on this journey to pregnancy, right? And and so you're not able to support your body's functioning. You're not able to give your body that oomph that it needs to enter into the rhythm, to enter into the alignment, to recalibrate itself. Right. Because your your thoughts are very, very powerful. Energy goes where intention flows. Intention flows or energy. All of it. (laughs) All of it. Right. Whatever it is that you're thinking, whatever it is that you're focusing on, that's where your energy is going to go. And if you think that you're thinking of all these positive things, but in the background, you're actually saying, well, I don't believe it. It's not really going to happen. This really works. It's just a half thing you know it's like 30 percent of people actually manifest it and how can you believe and how can you make your way to that area of green grass right if you don't believe it so um the other thing is you know i mentioned we're using all of these herbs now, you know, we're using the red raspberry and we're using the lavender because this is what is popular right now. And this is what you can find easily online. Like I'll tell anybody, like the first herbs that you should use when you're yoni steaming, easy herbs to use would be lavender, red raspberry, calendula, rose, and maybe nettle, right? This is a very, very general mix of herbs that you can use and it's great like they're cleansing they're tonifying they're you know astringent they're vulnerabilities um nutrient dense herbs which are great for cleaning and cleansing but if you have a very specific problem okay and i've mentioned this before if you have a very specific problem and you know like example i've had conversations with women who have told me well okay um i'm dealing with uh weight i'm dealing with pcos i'm dealing with a little bit of depression uh but i started taking black seed oil okay black seed oil is great for the immune system but black seed oil is very specific to the lungs if you have a lung problem you want to take black seed oil if you are a smoker and you're trying to stop smoking or you're trying to clean your lungs out after you've smoked, then you wanna use black seed oil. But if you're dealing with weight and you're dealing with PCOS and you're dealing with depression, taking black seed is not gonna give you the results that you're looking for. So knowing that you're not taking, or you could be potentially taking the wrong herbs, that's important. You know, some women thrive on taking maca. Maca root is known to um, stabilize hormones, but also to boost the libido, but maca can wreak havoc on somebody's system, 
You know, if you have a thyroid problem, if you have a hypothyroid or a hyperthyroid, there are certain foods and certain herbs you shouldn't be taking, right? If you are dealing with bacterial vaginosis or recurrent, um, you know, can, candida, there are certain herbs that you want to be taking and there's a certain amount of time you should be steaming and a certain amount of time you should not be steaming, right? So these things, they work, but like, the issue is we're using them, you know, we're, we're not using them to the max. We don't understand how to use these tools to the max. You know, we want to use these things. We want to do the yoni steaming. And let me tell you, yoni steaming feels good. It, feel, it is so calming. It is so nourishing to the body. It feels great. But if you don't know how many times to yoni steam and when to yoni steam and why you should yoni steam, Right. Like you like there are certain times of the month that you should not be yoni steaming. Depending on what you're going through and what you're doing, there are certain times where you should not be yoni steaming. And so you can be, you know, creating more harm and detriment to your body than good. You know, you can be, um, you know, choosing to eat particular foods because this is what you were told to be eating. Right. But it may not be good for you. It may not be the best for you, right? There's no real focus here. And so the issue that I'm finding is that there's a lot of piecemealing. Piecemeal, piecemeal, put this together. It's a pastiche. You know, we're pastiching things together. You're piecemealing things together. And you hear me say this a lot because it's true. It's true. It's like a child who, you know, learns, who, who gets a phone, you know, like my son. He gets the phone and I've got this really complex password. So he's putting in all the all the dots and everything like that. He's seen us do it. He's but he is not, he's not getting anywhere. All he's doing is locking it down even more, putting on the emergency call, right? You don't know how to use the phone. Nobody shows you how to unlock it. And then when you unlock it, you didn't even know that you can upload things onto the, onto the internet. You didn't know you can download. You only thought that you can call somebody and then scroll through and look on maybe a social media platform, right? This is what's happening. This is what I'm starting to see more often, right? So what we need to start doing is looking at those gaps, looking at those bottlenecks, right? Because our body is working hard for us every single day. Involuntary action is happening inside of the body. The heart is going to beat. The lungs are going to expand and contract, right? The, 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 the digestive tract is going to you know, there's going to be transit time. The peristalsis of the food is going to be the, 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 the bolus is going to be moving. The bolus is the food, right? You chew and it's going to come down, right? The body's going to naturally be doing these things inside of you. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to think about it. But what you do have to do is encourage it. You have to encourage it with the right kinds of food, the right kinds of action, the right kinds of thought and the belief that goes behind it because your body is working hard for you every single day. You know, your a little child wants to climb up a step or trying to get up on the bed. You know that they can do it and you know eventually they'll do it. And what, what will you do? You might put your hand behind and help them up a little bit, you know? And that's what we want you to do. This is what you have to do, but you have to be aware of how you're helping. Are you helping out of detriment? And, and, and putting yourself in more detriment, or, or are you actually supporting the process, right? 
This episode is brought to you by my signature program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner, or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my premium program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in-tune, aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. Visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner's self-care and feminine healing training today. So some of the things that I want you to think about when it comes to what's missing, right, before we start engaging right? Is how, how did I get here? How did I get to this point in my life? How was I encouraging bad behavior, right? Or how was I not encouraging bad behavior, but just supporting a state of being that wasn't helpful to my body, right? I started off talking about energy, you know, what kind of things, what kind of people was I frequenting? What kinds of things was I doing to create, you know, a cloud of confusion around me? In my studies and how I learned medicine, I actually started off very heavily into the metaphysical and things that you can't see because, like, for me, this is, this is the basis of coming into the physical body, right? We're not a physical being with a spiritual body. We're a spiritual being who happens to have a physical body that will do the deeds in the actual physical world, right? So what were you doing? How did I actually get here to this point, right? It's a snowball. It's a snowball effect of things, right? How am I perpetuating this belief? Listen, some of y'all don't want to hear the truth. Some of you all don't want to hear the truth. You want the truth, right? You want to make the changes. You want to see yourself pregnant. You want to experience yourself pregnant. You want to have a healthy pregnancy and you want to experience a birth where you can receive your baby on your chest and you can go home and care for your new family. But some of you all don't want to hear the truth about how you got here, about how you contributed to the state of perpetuity, of perpetual <laughs> illness or imbalance that you're in, right? This is the truth. What do I believe about myself? What do I believe about my situation? 
What do I believe about my circumstance that is holding me hostage where I am right now? Right? Because we can do all the, 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 the mechanisms. We can, you know, take all the needles. We can take all the medication. We can go to see, you know, like pass through all the machines. We can boop, 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 you know, do all of the things. Right? And, and these things can push through. We understand that bioidentical medicine and synthetic medicine can do wonders for us. But let me tell you, the mind, the mind and your belief, your level of belief, sometimes that trumps every single thing. It can trump every single thing that you try to do. I know about that. <laughs> right. I, I know for a fact that me, I can I'm a big manifester. I got big energy. Right. But there was a while when nothing was working for me, absolutely nothing was working for me. I would put A, B, and C in order and do exactly what was told, but it wasn't working for me because I, I didn't have the level of belief that I needed to have in myself. I'm a big manifesto, let me tell you, okay? <laughs> and, and my level of belief wasn't matching my level of vision that I had for myself. And because I couldn't bring the two together, I wasn't able to synchronize them. I wasn't able to bring myself over the bridge, over the gap. I couldn't. I'd reach the gap and look over and just kind of back up because like, where am I going? Like, it's just too deep. I don't believe that I can do it. I believe that I can do it, but I didn't believe I can do it. And I'm sure, I think you kind of get what I'm saying, you know? You got to ask yourself, why am I still in the same place? Right. So I started off with asking, how did I get here? How am I perpetuating my beliefs? And do I really believe, right, in my own abilities and, and, and what I can do and what my body can do? Why am I still in this place? Why am I still in the same place? You know that, like comfort, comfort, comfort is something that we don't want to give up for anything, even if it means giving up our bad habits, because that's exactly what it means. When you are asking yourself, why am I still in the same place? Although I want to do something different, although I want to be somewhere different, although I want to become someone different, to do that means you actually have to change. And what are you changing? What are you giving up? You're giving up the comfort of complaining, right? You're giving up the comfort of doing those things that don't bring you closer to the goals that you're trying to strive towards. You're giving up being able to, you know, talk about those around you who are succeeding because it's comfortable. You can sit back here and be like, well, you know, she's doing that and they're doing this and they're able to get this done, but I'm not able to do it. Right. Why am I still in the same place? Because I am comfortable and I like to be comfortable. My level of belief has not grown to that point enough to bring me across the rift, across the gap, across the bridge to the other side. So I'm still in the same place. We also have to ask ourselves, what choices do I have that will help me to move the needle? Because sometimes we're not asking ourselves what choices we have. We're just looking at what's given to us and we're accepting it. And when it doesn't work, we just kind of sit back, right? Because all we've seen is what we know. Oh, God, please come forth, you know, bless my womb, 
do what you have to do and you get up and you move on and you spend the whole day talking about how you really don't believe this is going to work. It's not, it's never happened for you every time you try, you know, like, but right. This is important. I wanted, I needed to make sure and bring this up and clarify these things for us. Right. What choices do I have that will move the needle? And am I prepared to engage in these choices? Because my body is working hard for me. Every single thing that I do, my thoughts, my beliefs, my actions, my emotions, my mentality, my spirit, everything that I do is building up for right now. You're always going to hear me say it. It takes at least three months to develop yourself, to develop new follicles, to get you to the next level of health and wellness, right? For you to be able to have that menstrual cycle that you need you know, with those follicles that you need to create the ovaries that, you know what I mean? The, the egg that you need, you know? And so if you're not doing what you have to do, and if you don't believe, you know, I've had those clients that have come through, you know, and I've sat with them and I've gone through the process and I've said, okay, this is what we have to do. A to Z. You either do it with me or you do it on your own, but this is what you have to do. And they don't believe that this is going to work. And so you do it half-assed, right? You piecemeal the protocol. You piecemeal the method. You do some and you don't do all, right? Because you don't want to do this piece here. It made you feel uncomfortable. And then you're wondering why it didn't work. You're seeing a little bit of a change. Not quite. Because you didn't do the work the way it was supposed to be done. Do you have a team? Do you have an actual plan, right? Where are you on that graph? You know, do you believe, do you doubt often? And whose authority is making you doubt? Whose authority and what authority is making you doubt your abilities, right? That mustard seed faith is real. But to have that mustard seed faith, you have to work. <laughs> you gotta work, right? So the way that I support clients is through my six-month incubator, right? Minimum of three months, but my six-month incubator. And the reason why I created this is because you need time. You need time to transition the body. You need time to transition the mind. You need time to develop, you know, your, 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 your mind state. You need time to clean out your body. You need time to get comfortable. Now, one of the other reasons why this work is six months and very involving is because I fully believe in transforming the body. And I believe that the woman is who is going to raise the nation, right? Because it begins in the womb from the time that you conceive your baby. From the time that you conceive your baby, you are imprinting on your child. I'm a doula as well. So I'm a naturopath. I'm a registered massage therapist candidate just waiting to do my exam. I'm a birth and postpartum doula. I'm a yoni steam practitioner. I'm an energy healer, master energy healer. I've been doing this for years, right? I do a lot of different things. And I firmly, firmly, strongly to the depth of my soul believe and I know that the ability of the person, the ability of the woman to imprint on her child while she's pregnant is important. And if you have not done the work, right? If you have not done the work to deal with your traumas, if you have not done the work to deal with your, your food habits, 
if you have not done the work to put yourself in a position of healing, to put yourself in a position of winning, right? There's nothing wrong with getting pregnant and having a baby, but there are things that you will not know. You won't feel that confidence in your body when you're going through pregnancy and you're having these conversations with your primary caregiver. Yes, it's a very vulnerable time. And so you want to be ready and prepared to have these conversations, to know what you're going into, to know what you can do on your own time, right? This work, this six-month incubator prepares you for as you're leading up to your pregnancy, what you're, you're, you know, up to your labor, what you should be doing as well. You know, after what you can be doing as well. Every single thing that I teach within my container is very, very specific to the childbearing years of a woman. And so for me, it isn't just about let me get you pregnant. It's no, let me help you prepare for pregnancy and life after having a baby. And so that's what we do. Within that six-month container, we map out your multidimensional state of being. You hear me talk about that a lot. Where are you coming from? What is actually needed? Why is it important? Why is it manifesting? How is it manifesting? How is it affecting? What can you do to change it? Right? We look at your diet. We look at your food. We look at your inner and outer world and we clean up this environment. Right? We do cleansing and detoxing and not just like I'm going to take this tea, y'all. It's intense what we do. We're cleaning out the system. We're restarting the system. And we restarted a couple of times, right? So this is why we need the time. We need the time to do the process, allow the process to integrate and do the process again and allow the process to integrate. Very thorough. I walk with you, help you to understand why it's important, right? The feminine flow protocol is really about you being able to lean back and receive rather than lean forward and engage aggressively. I talk a lot about that level of stress and frustration that women experience, that families experience, you know, when they're going through IVF, when they're going through these years of, you know, feeling as though they're wandering, you know, so it's like the wilderness, you know, so how can you facilitate your body? How can you encourage that alignment? How can you get your menstrual cycles to work with you and for you? How can you encourage your hormones to work with you and for you? Right. And we're, and this is all from a multidimensional perspective. Right. Most people will teach you what your hormones are going to do. I'm going to teach you a little bit more than that, a little bit, a lot more than that. Right. We also walk through what I call the bomb method and the bomb method is you learning how to nourish and nurture yourself even deeper, you know, in a way that leaves you glowing from the inside, confident in yourself, healing that trauma that's on the inside, completing relationships that are not complete, you know, able to move through things that you were not able to move through before, specifically the trauma, if you're living with that. We want to clean it all up. We want to restart. For me, the way that I view the world right now, there's just so much imbalance. There, and women are in such a state 
we're in such a state, the way that we think about ourselves, the way that we view ourselves, the way that we allow people to, to view us, the way that we allow people to talk to us, the way that we allow them to treat us. And then we take it on and we hold on to it. And then, you know, it's like we have to learn how to firm up those boundaries. How do you firm up those boundaries? Right. So you can protect yourself and still be available to everyone. Right. But know what is needed for you and know what to give yourself, when to give yourself, how to give it to yourself. All of this work that I've put into the six-month incubator is work that I've done for myself, on myself first, right? I've told my story different times, but I started off having heavy, long, and extremely irregular menstrual cycles. I mean, I remember, you know, one doctor, fertility specialist, um, she's an acupuncturist. I went to go and see her because I was just having some pain during my cycle, years ago. And she was just like, how are you getting pregnant? Like, what? How is this about? Because I was just irregular, irregular, but I was getting pregnant easily. And that's my story. Whereas there are many women who are regular, like, like clockwork and they cannot. Right. And so I, I applied this work on myself. Another, another aspect to my journey was, you know, my youngest son, he's five now. But when he was born up until about the age of three and a half, almost four, I can honestly say that I went through such a heavy, heavy, heavy postpartum depression. It was bad. And fortunately, I had my own tools. All of these tools, the food, the herbs, the exercises, everything. And I had, I have fought with myself for years. I had friends who were like, Odessa, like, come on, get it together. And it's like, I didn't want to because I was depressed, right? I'm trying to get stuff done, but not quite doing it. I was the exact same thing that some of my clients are doing, you know, like they know what they're supposed to do, but they're not applying the work. So you're not going to get the results that you want. Right. And that's the exact same thing that I was doing. So I was suffering and I was going through that postpartum depression and I was not applying the work that I knew I should be applying. I wasn't doing these massages. I wasn't taking these herbs. I wasn't taking the medicine. I wasn't doing it. And then when I finally started to engage 100 percent, this is when I came up quick fast. So these protocols this womb, three-phase womb cleanse protocol, these are things that I've applied to myself and these are things that I've applied on my clients. And we've seen the needle move. We've seen mommies get pregnant. We've seen women stop the excessive bleeding. We've saved women from hysterectomies or we've prepared women for hysterectomies and for them to know exactly how to care for themselves post-op, right? This work works. It works, but it works if you work it. And it works if you believe in it. And not just believe in the work, but believe in yourself and believe in the fact that your body is working hard for you every single day. It's just waiting for you to support it. It's just waiting for you to create the right environment the right environment, the right conditions for it to be able to thrive. 
So I want to invite you, if this is something that sounds of interest to you, if you have been on that road, on that path to pregnancy, if you have been struggling with chronic reproductive health conditions, if you are an IVF candidate, and especially if you are repeat IVF candidate, I invite you to prepare for pregnancy in advance and go into the link in my bio and book a suitability call with me. Let's have that discussion. Let's talk about the gaps, where you are on your journey and what's missing. What's missing and what you have to do to be able to increase your chances of having a successful pregnancy and a thriving pregnancy and a wonderful birth. Once you sign up for your suitability call, you will receive an assessment, a health assessment, a pregnancy prep assessment, where you can just go through and answer these questions so you and I can get even clearer on what it is that is stopping you from, you know, getting in the way of that beautiful baby that you desire. So that was really what I wanted to come on and talk with you about today. You know, just really encourage you uh, to know that the body is beautiful. You know, the more and more I do this work, I just like, I, I'm in love. <laughs> I'm passionate about this work and I'm just in love with the body and what it can do. And I just want to invite you to learn more about that and learn how to engage with this for yourself and for your future. And that's really it. So y'all just make sure, watch the replay and share this with somebody who you think can benefit from this. And I will be back again soon, okay? Take care. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Get up off your bed and walk. Your time is now, so don't be fooled. I see you questioning the simple sign. Step out of line, it's time to move. Hey, 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 oh. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Someone else.